This is the 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. We are like two pilots in a cockpit. Many buttons. Where are we going? Where is the destination? I remember I heard somewhere, producer Neve, yeah. that the two pilots, they can't eat the same meal because yeah. if one of them gets food poisoning, the other one should be okay. Yeah, I've heard that as well. But what if they eat in the same restaurant? The likelihood mm. is the food is all going to be the same in a way. Maybe they have to avoid the same kind of meat. I don't know. Yeah. Hey, do you know what? We're learning on this show. I'm looking at the big song at the moment. It's JT, and I'd love to dedicate this to a friend of mine who used to be a lover. His name is Graham O'Toole, and he's wearing double denim in Nashville. Get into it. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. I'd like to dedicate this song to a friend of mine. God, I'm a loser. That is for Graham O'Toole in Nashville, and he is definitely not listening to the show while he's away. But yesterday, we were speaking about sleepwalking because our producer, Neve loves sleepwalking. I think it's your bio on Tinder. <laughs> I love me a sleepwalking. Gets me all the men. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, men. Now, sleepwalking, it seems like it's very common. Amongst yeah. many people, we got so many messages sent in about people's stories. We'd love to hear from you. If you do have a sleepwalking story, the number is 87 You can send us a WhatsApp voice message. Neve, you had a sleepwalking incident in Portugal. Yep, so it was about nine and it turns out I sleptwalked right down to the hotel lobby and I woke up and got obviously such a fright and then came back up to my mom and dad and knocked on the door. I was like... Where they were like, where were you? So. Who are you? <laughs> I'm your daughter. I've been out gallivanting all night. And you said last week um, yep. in your bedroom, you woke up and started playing with the blind. Yeah, I just do random stuff. And actually, I was saying after talking about it yesterday, I was afraid I was going to sleepwalk last night. But I don't think I did. Fingers crossed. It's <laughs> going to happen tonight instead. <laughs> now, we got a WhatsApp voice message from Trisha. So let's hear her sleepwalking story. Hi, Nathan and Neve. Really bad stories about sleepwalking. So once we had a party in my apartment, and myself and my boyfriend went to sleep. And you know, after drinking, I just like to take all my clothes off and uh, sleep naked. So apparently during the night, and I don't remember that, I went to the bathroom. But when coming back, I confused the rooms. So I woke up completely na- naked next to. Um, one of our friends, a male friend, uh, he was terrified when we woke up, like he was just in a corner of the bed as far away from me as he could. And I'll never forget the look on his face. And then I just came back to my boyfriend. I was like, I don't know what happened. I don't know if we had a fight or something, but I just woke up next to our friend in the other room. So just so you know, but another one is even worse because I actually, I was working in a hotel and I lived in that hotel as well. So again, after a night of drinking, um, I decided to walk to the reception with nothing but my knickers on. <laughs> so fortunately, our boss wasn't there and no one from, you know, the older staff was there. So one of the girls just brought me a blankie and took me back to my room. Could you imagine the fear afterwards? Oh my God. You know, you <laughs> came down to the reception desk in your knickers. <laughs> 
oh God, here is my P45. I want to leave this company. If you have any more sleepwalking stories, 087-6797-104, we would love to hear from you. You're listening to 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Mr. Jax Jones, where did you go? You are listening to 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. How the hell are you? We're speaking about sleepwalking. Do you sleepwalk? Do you know someone who sleepwalks? The number is 87 104 We got sent a WhatsApp voice message from Adele. Hi guys, um, sleepwalking story. Um, so about 15 years ago, myself and my husband lived in an apartment and we were in bed middle of the night and I woke up and I heard a door slam. So I got up, husband nowhere to be seen, turned on the lights, he wasn't anywhere in the apartment. So I opened the front door, looked up and down the corridor, no, n- couldn't see him anywhere. And then, I could, but I could hear banging down the end of the corridor. So I went down in my jammies, this could have been 3 a.m. And um, I found him down the end of the corridor, banging on all the neighbors' doors, knocking on all the doors, and um, dressed only in his boxers. So um, I had to coax him back home, back into bed, and the next morning he woke up and couldn't remember anything. Okay, thanks guys. I'd love to know how Adele coaxed her husband back into bed. Here's a little cookie and some milk. Come on in. A little bit of ham. (laughs) Do you want a bit of ham? Either you have it or it's going to the cat. I do feel if you are guilty of sleepwalking, invest in long johns or a big old bit of pajamas because Mm. don't be going around in your boxers. It would be terrifying. We also got sent a WhatsApp voice message, but the person wants to remain anonymous and they wanted us to distort their voice. So instead of deepening it, I've actually kind of raised it up a bit. So we might hear a sort of gremlin sound. Let's have a listen. So we've had our sleepwalks many times. Um, We had a few years on them. But we were only after moving into our apartment and after having a few drinks, I was asleep, tired to sleep. I heard the door close. The hall door closed and I was like, right, looked out, it was a crazy one. Um, looked out in the hallway, he was in his boxer shorts walking towards the lift, um, which I was like, great, no? His answer was, I'm going to get smokes. It's about four o'clock in the morning. So, yeah, that's my sleeping <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I love that. I'm off to get smokes. <laughs> I'm off to get smokes. It sounded great in that voice. 087-6797-104. Let us know if you have any more sleepwalking stories. Here is Belters Only. Make me feel good. I was in the club. The 104 Drive Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. Big song, Belters Only, Make Me Feel Good. You are listening to 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan with Frankkeen.ie. We've been discussing sleepwalking and producer Neve, you said you got sent a message. I did. So from Kieran, who said he used to sleepwalk and he trained himself out of it by tying his leg to the bed with his dressing gown belt. What? So that whenever he'd get up, he'd wake up. Yeah, what's next? Genius. You, you start tying your legs, then you have to tie your hands with <laughs> handcuffs and then you're getting into some weird stuff and you have to tell people that you're into it. <laughs> Don't go there, Kieran. Stop it. On the way, we're going to be doing a little bit of cello. 
You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Zed the middle. We're currently in the middle of cello. Cello. What's the song we're looking for? Can you guess what the popular song is in the style of an accordion this week? Here we go. Producer Neve, you got it correct. Shelwyn, good afternoon to you. Good afternoon. Shelwyn, a lovely name. Where does it yeah. come from? It's a Welsh name, but okay. I'm Irish. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you have any Welsh parents? No. Right. You must just like the name, yeah. I love it. It's very unusual. Now, um, getting up to much today? No, I just collected the kids from school and that. Oh, lovely. Yeah. Okay, so feed up then for the rest of the day? Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, what do you think today's cello is? Well, the kids actually guessed it and it was um, Gangnam Style. Well, I tell you, the kids are correct. Up on Gangnam Style. Yes! <laughs> God, what a banger. Yeah. Do you want to give your sh- or your kids a shout out? Yeah, Max and Darla. Max and Darla. Like, gorgeous. Is the second name a Welsh name? No, Harry. We're not carrying on the Welsh tradition. (laughs) We are ending it with Shelwyn. Yeah. I love it. Well, thanks so much for listening to the show. Goodbye. Now we're going to a song which is my favourite at the moment. Pink Pantheress, Ice Spice, Boy's a Liar. Get into it. Take a look inside your heart. Is there any room for me? The 104 Drive Podcast. With Graham and Nathan. I kind of looked like a slick DJ there, but but that was just by accident. Me, <laughs> me stopped talking, and then the lead singer sang again. It was a beautiful duet, Kings of Leon. Let's do a little bit of Nathan's news. Come on, shall we? Let's educate the nation here. I always go onto Mozilla Firefox before the show. I'm in search. I'm in search of gold. I want to give you a new story that will change your life. And I want to speak about today, friend of the show, Mr. Brooklyn Beckham. I love that man very dearly. He's a bit of a loser and I can relate to him because he tries his best and that's all you can do. He wants to be a cook. He appeared on American TV where... He made a sausage sandwich. That was the meal that he made in front of American audience. (laughs) And I loved it. Why not, Brooklyn? When you have that chance, you got to do it. Now, he did an Instagram live yesterday when he was cooking a little bit of spaghetti bolognese. Okay. Okay. Now, what was strange was as he was cooking the bolognese, he had a sort of shawl around his shoulder. (laughs) Himself and Nicola Peltz, they've recently adopted a little chihuahua called Peanut. Oh, that's cute. Absolutely adorable. But it was a sort of horrific image seeing Brooklyn sweating, cutting up a carrot, throwing a bit of mince in a pot, while the chihuahua is joined to his hip very close to the meal. So the chihuahua was swaddled on him. Swaddled. You're damn right, producer Neve. Swaddled is the correct term. I didn't know you could swaddle a chihuahua, but it's 2023 and you can clearly do what you want. Now, 
what was strange, fans noticed when he moved the camera closer to the bolognese, there was something inside of it. Let me tell you what was inside the bolognese. A wooden cork. What? Which belonged to a bottle of wine. Okay. Brooklyn likes putting corks in his bolognese. He says it adds great flavour and it makes the mince a little bit more moist. Right, okay. Look, I will follow Brooklyn into battle. If he's telling me to put corks in bolognese, I'm going to pick up a bottle of wine and I'm going to throw the cork Are in you? the blooming bolognese. Give it a go. I would die for Brooklyn. <laughs> Um, so a lot of people weren't happy with that One person said There's a cork in your pot And dog hair about to join <laughs> In relation to peanut Another follower warned That's not cute Even though your pup is You shouldn't have the dog on you when you're cooking Boiling liquid could splash onto his face yeah. And injure him That is true. very fair We should protect peanut do you have a bolognese story? Yeah, so this was during lockdown. My dad was cooking us all spaghetti bolognese. Anyway, we came out. It was all on the table. Gorgeous. We all sat down, looked down at it, and there was what I can describe as little tiny grey hairs through it. And I, my dad has grey hair. I was like, oh, oh no. no. Oh, no. He has given himself a haircut or something yes. while cooking. Anyway, we, we asked him, and he said he tried something new. He blended anchovies through it. And they were like fine little... Human hair. They looked like human hair. I feel like your father, Bob, was lying. I feel like he was mortified <laughs> that he had included hair into the dish and he backtracked and he said, um, uh, yeah, they're anchovies. <laughs> but you're completely hairless now, Dad. You're a bald man. They were just little grey fibres throughout <laughs> the bolognese. Oh, my God. So we didn't Not for it. me. I'm going to throw it out there. Do you know when you're in a restaurant... And you might order uh, a bottle of wine mm. and the waiter comes over and pours just a little bit to see if the wine has been corked. Yes. I find the entire experience very awkward because I take a sip and I don't really say anything. I just nod my head. And, hmm. yeah. and then he pours more wine into the glass. I don't know if I've ever drank wine that has been corked because oh, that's yeah. apparently what you're, you know, tasting for. Mm. Has anyone listening to the show right now ever tasted corked wine? Because maybe I have and I'm just too awkward to say, sorry, that wine tastes of a foot. Is it supposed to be kind of vinegary? I'm not a red wine drinker, but I think that's maybe what you're looking at. Imagine you just drink a glass of vinegar. <laughs> Delicious. Mmm, what year was that? I can't feel my mouth, but thank you so much. Well, there you go. Brooklyn Beckham likes um, having a dog called Peanut and including a cork in his bolognese. Here's Miley Cyrus Flowers on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. We were good. We were gone. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Miley Cyrus Flowers. It's 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. And a few minutes ago, I was telling you that Brooklyn Beckham enjoys making spaghetti bolognese, but he includes a wine cork in the bolognese. Uh, don't ask me why. He's an interesting guy. And it got us talking about wine. I find it very awkward when you're in a restaurant and the waiter comes over and pours a little bit of wine for you to taste. And you're tasting to see if the wine has been corked. But I'm such an awkward guy that maybe I have drank corked wine before and I have no idea if it has been, you know, taste of vinegar or not. 
Is Alana on the line? Al oh, Alana's gone. Right, no worries at all. I'll read out Alana's message. Had a bit poured for me and was always convinced I wouldn't know if it was corked. But then when it happened, I didn't even say anything. It was so awful. I just made a face and the waiter knew there was a problem. He then tasted it himself and went and got us a different bottle. Oh. Could you imagine if the waiter had tasted it? This is fine. <laughs> this is absolutely perfect. That's the way it's supposed to be. Yes, you have a bad palate. <laughs> Drink this wine. It is good for you. I'd find it so awkward. And I wonder if you get a discount on your meal afterwards yeah for enduring that i need to get into red wine i was telling you this is not a sponsored ad it sounds like it is if anyone wants to send me it happy days dada okay really nice bottle give it a go, red. Give it a go. okay here's dinoro gg d'agostino in my mind on 104 drive with graham and nathan the 104 drive podcast with graham and nathan let's do it let's go we were speaking off air, producer Neve, about the hand sanitizer in this building. Yeah. There's many that smell fantastic, but do you remember on your first day? Yes. You used one <laughs> that nobody uses. It's in the corner, very dingy looking. Yeah. The smell. You haven't been the same person since. No, it stunk. Kind of smelled like gone off tequila, mm. if that's possible. Tequila. Tequila. And it left kind of like weird little clumps on my hands. Yeah, your hands have never been the same again. No. I'd like to apologise on behalf of FM 104. Thank you. Because I insisted on that sanitizer <laughs> being there. Okay, in a few minutes, I'm going to ring up Domino's and Maynooth. And instead of ordering a pizza, I'm going to order the beautiful uniform oh, that they've just brought out. I'm so excited. I don't know if it's going to go well. Let's find out. Here's James Hype. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. James Hype, more than friends. It's 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Good afternoon. And I would like to speak about Domino's. Domino's Pizza. The big news at the moment is they have a brand new store in Maynooth. And did you see the picture of their brand new uniform for the summertime? Oh, I did. I saw it. Paint a picture for me because I'm aware this medium is audio based. So what does the uniform look like? So I saw a young man mm? with beautiful, beautiful legs wearing lovely shorts. Like yeah. Gas shorts, kind of, wasn't? Weren't they like O'Neill's kind of vibe? Yeah, they're inspired by Paul Meskel because yeah. that's where he's from. I don't know if he likes Domino's. I'm assuming he does. Mm -hmm. But do you remember when normal people came out and everyone was obsessed with Paul Meskel and that iconic picture of him walking around London in his gas shorts? Mm -hmm. And I tell you, Graham started to buy gas shorts straight afterwards and I went oh you sheep look at me in my tight jeans you go off in your gas shorts but what I want to do right now is ring up the brand new store in Maynooth <laughs> and instead of ordering a pizza I'm going to chat about the uniform I'm going to try and order the brand new sexy uniform okay okay so I have the number in the system yeah maybe stop with the old creepy jazz music in the <laughs> so back. we can hear <laughs> so we can all hear the number is in hang on a sec okay here we go thank you for calling Domino's Manute all our Domino's 
Hi there, how are you? I'm wondering if instead of ordering a pizza, I could actually order the new uniform. The new uniform? Yeah, I saw an article about um, the sort of Paul Mescal shorts. Yeah. Um, Is that available? Um, no, they're not available for just anybody. It's just the staff that they're available for. Oh, okay. Oh, that's yeah. disappointing. Um. Oh, right. Do you know where they're going to be made available? Um, I don't know as of now, but if you want to give me a call back about five o'clock and I should have an answer for you, if that's okay. That would be great. I should tell you that I'm a six foot five man. Um, so I don't know what sizing that would be for those short shorts. Um, no problem. Sure. Once I get an answer, I'll get an answer for sizes and stuff like that. Is that okay? Yeah, that's great. If you could also say, I kind of lost my derriere last summer. I think I was doing too much cardio. I might be a size down to what I normally go for. Okay, no problem at all. Brilliant. Is Paul Mescal there now? No. <laughs> all right. Just thought I'd chance my arm. Anyway, <laughs> thanks so no much. Have a great day. Keep up the great you work. Too. Who loves short shorts? What? <laughs> Thank you. Bye-bye. Okay. Oh, my that God. That was a bit odd, but I think it went okay. Um, I'm going to give Domino's a call after five. That sounds promising. It does sound like the uniform is available. Okay. Can I just say, very nice. Very Lovely. nice person. Yeah. That um, would make me want to order a pizza just hearing that person. That was very nice. Okay, I'm going to be ringing back Domino's and Maynooth after five. Here is Lewis Capaldi, Forget Me, on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Days nights alone. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. Right, I am delighted to be joined on the show by Bob Dunn. Now, Bob came second place at the Blackpool Balloon Bash, which is an international tournament for balloon professionals from all over the world. Bob, second place. You'd be happy with that. I was. I was was a bit surprised. It was my first year going, so it was great to get the award. It was good fun, so great to attend it. Bring me back... When did you start learning to twist these balloons and do all these balloon tricks? Okay, so I had a bit of a strange beginning. Um, My wife Eileen bought me a book for Christmas, which was, the title of the book was Rude Balloon Models. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) So from there, my daughter at the time was about four years old. So I didn't want to be making, uh, you know, excited dogs and uh, (laughs) bikinis and stuff like that. So uh, I bought myself some balloons and started uh, kind of looking at a few things on YouTube and just learning bits and pieces. And then from there, some people reached out and asked me to work for them. And then in 2018, then I started my own company and launched the website, Bob's Balloons. And I've been doing it since. Where did you hear about this tournament? There's a very good online community of balloon twisters kind of from all over the world. It's really, it's, it's a big conference, so, you know, you're getting trained by some of the top people in the world from, like, Germany, Italy, America, all coming to teach. So it's kind of a full weekend of learning, and then there's competitions on one day, and then rewards. So. so what did yeah, you have fun. to do in the competition? So there's three competitions. The one I was runner-up in is the five-minute competition. So you're only allowed to use balloons, you can't use any other medium, and you have five minutes to make whatever you want. I made myself uh, a frog design that I'd kind of been working on. It's it's all voted by the delegates, so I think there was there was 175 people maybe at it. Each person then votes on what they think is the best, so that's how I came second. Were you the only Irish person there? 
Uh, no, there was four Irish people there, so it was nice to meet a few fellow twisters that I hadn't kind of met before. And how did you stumble upon making a frog? It's something that is quite popular at parties that I thought I could do and I could maybe make just improve it a little bit. So I, I changed around the part of the foot design on it just to make it a bit more special. I normally do it with like, in, instead of like the tongue that catches the fly, it's like a party blower. So the kids can kind of blow the tongue out but with this one you're not allowed to use anything but balloons so we had to kind of change it a little bit that's brilliant and who yeah. ended up winning that competition um a guy named dave so it was his first time at the black Girl balloon bash as well and um, he's been doing it for 25 years so, so he's a bit more experienced than me but what did he make? Great design. He made a koala, so he, he taught me that afterwards, later in the weekend as well. And this talent that you have, is it something that you want to pass on to your kids? Oh, well, my, my daughter, I think, is over it now at this stage with balloons. <laughs> she kind of, she's seen it all, so um, she, she was at the Blackpool Balloon Bash with her mum, but ah. they were kind of just hanging around Blackpool doing their own thing yeah. while I was at the conference. She, she loved the events, you know, the bits of it that she was able to see and she'd love to go again, but no, if she'll keep it up or not. Well, what's the next tournament you're going to go to? Um, well, I have my ticket for next year, so... Amazing. We'll, we'll see you next March in, in Blackpool. I again. tell you, this is redemption. You're going to get gold next year. Yeah, that's it, you know, so I have to kind of plan some designs now and work around things. Yeah, well, you'll yeah, have to yeah. let us know how you get on. So if anyone's listening right now and would love to hire you out, what's the yeah. best way to contact you? So through social media, probably if you look up Bob's Balloons, um, I'm on Facebook at Bob's Balloon Party, but you can find me on Instagram and TikTok as Bob's Balloons. Amazing. Just send me a message through there and I can get back to you. Pretty busy now for May, it's, it's pretty much all the Saturdays are full, but anyone looking for a Sunday or other days, we have availability. Well, thank you so much. It's been yeah. an absolute pleasure to be chatting to you, yeah. Bob. Best Thanks of so luck. Much for having me on. No and worries at all. have to give a big shout out to uh, Trevor Gilligan, the counsellor there in Clendalk and supported the business when I started and he's the first person to give me a message on my Facebook page he helped me set up the call here with you guys today so that's great well Bob thanks so much have a great day you too yeah thanks for taking the call this is FM 104 you're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan run away run away Post Malone circles. It's 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. We have a little bit of an update here. So the other day, producer Neve, yep. you got sent a message from your friend who was toying with the idea of bleaching her eyebrows. Yeah, well, I just got the update there. I got a picture and she dyed them. Okay. Now, it's different, but I think it looks really cool because it actually makes her face look longer. It changes the shape of your face. Well, I don't need that. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you, many people have said that my face is like the scream mask. It is long. It is narrow. It is not nice. So bleaching the eyebrows is a brand new trend that Kendall Jenner did. Kendall Jenner, Julia Fox, I think loads of the cool model types. Well, if you want to be cool, you got to do what cool people do. Let's cross over to Jonathan for the latest in news. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Hosier, take me to church. There is a man who's tall with long hair and a big old smile. Welcome to 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. I'm going to throw out a question here, okay? I don't know how this is going to go, but come with me. Have you ever snitched on someone? Have you ever turned into before you can send us a whatsapp voice message maybe you weren't the rat maybe you didn't snitch on the person maybe someone snitched on you 
And keep it legal, for the love of God. This is a daytime show. Okay, I'll bring you back. I was 16 years of age. Okay. And I was going to a party. And I was in the back of my friend's parents' car. Okay? Uh, Should I say I was a loser and still am? (laughs) So I'm sat in the car and we're going by Woody's in Sally Noggin. Okay? My oldest brother used to work there. Okay. And as I was in the car minding my own business driving by Woody's, I looked out the window and I saw a man that looked very much like my older brother. I could just see his back. So his back was facing me. And then I see a side profile of him. And there is a cigarette (gasps) in between his fingers. Oh my God. I nearly threw up. And what age was your brother? Uh, He would have been maybe 22, 23. I was horrified, disgusted, appalled. My brother, he wasn't a smoker, but I didn't know what to do. So I immediately rang my parents. Oh, Nathan. I said, Mama, Papa, you will not believe what I just witnessed. My oldest brother, your oldest son... Smoking a cigarette outside Woody's. Oh, you are a snitch. Now, I can't really remember what my parents did. I don't know if they even said anything to him, but I felt better that I shared it with my parents. And my brother, I remember I brought it up to him and he said, that wasn't me. Oh. And do you know what I did? Honestly, I sound like a sociopath. I remember that evening... We had, do you know, where you hang up your coat the downstairs. In your mansion. Chives the butler <laughs> would grab your coat off you as you walked through the door. I remember I was sniffing his coat to and see- jumper to see if I got the smell of nicotine. Oh, my God. <laughs> the smell of cigarettes. <laughs> see, I'm only comfortable really sharing this story with you guys now when Graham is off. Because I know if he was on the show doing it with me today, he would just think, oh my God, I do the show with such a loser. <laughs> 87 104 Have you ever been a snitch? Have you ever turned into a rat? We're getting a lot of messages in right now. I'd ground you for being a rat. <laughs> Snitches get stitches. I agree. God! Come on, can't we all get along? Here's Tiesto and Tate McRae, 10.35. You're listening to the 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. I always thought I was pretty disliked on the show, but I've cemented it today because I told quite the anecdote of when I snitched on my oldest brother. I saw someone that looked like him smoke a cigarette outside Woody's where he used to work. I was 16 years of age and I immediately rang my parents and told them what I saw. Uh Now, he proves his innocence. He says, that was not me and you're a really sad, weird guy. We're getting a lot of messages in. Rats out. One person says that he's moving to Q102 for the week until Graham returns next week. Alan says your dad defo felt disappointed you were his son that day. (laughs) I don't even think it was that day, but thank you, Alan. Now, we got a message in from Orla because I'm looking for your stories of when 
you snitched on someone or potentially um, turned into a rat or maybe someone snitched on you. Let's listen to Orla's message. Hi, Aniva Nathan. Um, I've never been a snitch, but last year um, I got broke up with by an ex. Oh, no. And the day before the breakup was happening, I kind of knew about it. Um, a mutual friend of ours, his best friend, started telling me a lot of really bad things that he had been doing while we were in the relationship <gasps> together. So he completely snitched on him, like a load of stuff that I had like suspicions about, but he had always denied. So mm. I had proof from the friend that it all happened. And then I confronted the ex about it. And he was like, oh no, like he's just lying. And then the friend obviously was like, no, he's lying. So um, yeah, it was kind of funny, but uh, oh, yeah, snitches aren't all that bad. Though. That's like a Netflix film, isn't it? Yeah. Crazy. 087-6797-104. When were you a rat? <laughs> Rats out. <laughs> Let's cross over to producer Neve with the travel. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Bring it home, Dermot. Mr. Dermot Kennedy, kiss me on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. We're asking you today, have you ever been a snitch? Have you ever transformed into a rat I know I have you're in a safe place the number is 87 6797104 I want to thank everyone for the messages rats out uh, snitches get stitches maybe you weren't the snitch maybe someone snitched on you still want to hear from you 87 6797104 there's no safe place for rats <laughs> Right. Sounds awfully threatening. Leave me alone, producer Neve. <laughs> I kind of look like a rat. Why are you surprised? <laughs> now we got a WhatsApp voice message in from Dylan. Let's have a listen. What's the story? So my story is <clears throat> um, when I was five or six, uh, I lived in the council estate at the time. Um, we had them old raggedy gates. Me and my friend were in my, in my ma's garden and... Uh, I had this Manchester United football, but it was more like a basketball. You know the way a basketball has the little spots on it and stuff? It was like a, a United basketball, but it was a football at the same time. Quite hard to explain, but anyway, I'm playing football and he's in goal. The gate is the goal. And I caught the ball on the volley and I went over the gate oh. and I smashed off a, a taxi going by and I hit the mirror and broke the glass in on the driver in, and his window was down. So he had to swerve because the glass went down on top of him. But just as the ball made contact with the mirror, he may had perfect timing and was able to literally scream and point, he did it, straight <laughs> oh. at me, just as it happened. Unbelievable. Hung me out to dry before the ball, before the ball even made contact with the bleeding mirror. That's an art. I want to be friends with Dylan's friend. <laughs> he did it. It was him. 87 Let us know. You've... Any more of these stitching rat stories? They're great to listen to. It's Amy Winehouse Rehab on 104 Drive. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. What is going on? Producer Neve, I said you can go to the bathroom. <laughs> and I was waiting in here while the news was playing. You're having a good old natter, a good old gab. <laughs> With Scott in the office. Having great chats. And then I just walked by you. Sorry, Neve, I gotta go. When you need to go, you gotta go. 
So have you been to the toilet? No, I had to go make myself a coffee. Oh, a coffee. A coffee. Lovely, because you're going to be playing ping pong ding dong very shortly. First, though, let's get back into the music. Bit of a banger here. Justin Bieber, sorry. I'm not sorry for this song. It's 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Hey, everyone. Turn up the volume. Turn up the bass. Turn up the treble. Turn up everything. It is time. Ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping pong, ding dong, ping. Even stickier in the last five minutes. You've had a swig of your coffee, and I think there was something else in it. I swear that's not me. The delay is not me. There's stickiness there. I think someone came in, a burglar, and poured some golden syrup over those buttons. But we are doing ping pong ding dong. Currently in the Grand Slam final is Aoife and Colleen. But we could have a thruple tomorrow. Tara, good afternoon. Hello, how are you? How are you you getting on? I'm a little bit nervous now. Don't be nervous. You're in a very safe place. Is this the first time you've ever played ping pong ding dong? Yes, it is. Okay. Is this the first time you've ever spoken on the radio? Yes, it is. What does it feel like? Is it a liberating feeling? Um, it's a little bit intimidating. I'd probably go with. Don't be scared. I have to say, you have okay, safe, a safe. lot of charisma. You remind me of a very young Adrian Kennedy. <laughs> Oh, interesting. (laughs) Now, Tara, I'm going to... Well, actually, I'm not going to explain the rules. I'm going to cross over to Gunslinger Graham. Howdy, y'all. This is Ping Pong Ding Dong. This is where we get a 104 Drive listener on to take on Nathan. I'll give them a topic. You've got to give me answers in relation to that topic. You go back and forth until somebody cannot answer, repeats an answer, or gets one wrong. If you beat Nathan, you go through to the Grand Slam final on Friday to play off for $200. Okay, let's head out to centre court. I'm excited. So, Tara, you're going to be facing off against producer Neve, who's on a bit of a losing streak at the moment. <laughs> because, I hope that continues. <laughs> because you're a listener, you're going to kick off, okay? You're going to serve first. I can tell you today your topic is Jim Carrey and Leonardo DiCaprio films. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, Okay. so not together, just separate films. I don't think they've ever been in a film together. Over to you, Tara. Um, Shutter Island. Great film. Um, Titanic. Inception. Mm. Me, myself and Irene. Great film. Uh, Blood Diamond. Mm. Um, The Mask. Um... God. Um, the Revenant. Revenant? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Uh, catch me if you can. Um, oh, Jim Carrey. Oh, I can't think of any. Five. Four. Three. This is so tricky. Two. Um, one. I'm sorry, oh. Tara! I am I sorry. Blank. God, Tara, if you had a got one there, 
I would have been gone. I couldn't think of any more. Yeah. Um... No, I couldn't think of Jim Carrey at all. I drew a blank. Guys, The Grinch. Oh, was The Grinch. Jim yeah. Carrey. I didn't know that. Who did you think it was? <laughs> you. <laughs> Mattress Mick. Uh, Tara, did you enjoy the experience? I have to say there's real potential there. Yeah, I just need, I think, a bit of practice and I'll get there. I wasn't expecting a call, so um, mm, yeah. we'll get there. What did we think of me choosing two actors? Was that messy or do you think it needed to be done? Um, if you knew Jim Carrey, probably get, would have given you a bit more of a chance. Yeah. Um, especially movie-wise as well, with the amount of movies they probably both would have. Has but... anyone ever seen uh, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind? No. No. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> Guys. Who's you, that? Jim Carrey? With Kate Winslet, yeah. Okay. Very emotional. Well, Tara, thank you so much for being out on Centre Court. Look Cheers. after yourself. Don't be a stranger. Here is Snow Patrol chasing cars. It's 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. We'll do it all. You're listening to the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Miss you, it's 104 Drive at Graham and Nathan. And in the last hour, we were speaking about Domino's in Maynooth. It's a brand new store and they've brought out a brand new uniform for all the workers to wear in the summertime. It's inspired by Paul Meskel, who loves wearing short shorts. And do you know what? In the last hour, I decided to ring up Domino's and say, Hey, guys, I love your pizza, but I don't want a pizza. I want your uniform. And there was a really friendly female working there that said, Ring us back after five and I'll have an answer for you. So look, let's do it. Okay, so the number is in the system. Let's give this place a call. Thank you for calling Domino's Manute. All our customer service agents are busy. Domino's Manu, how can I help you? Hi there, how are you? Um, after four o'clock today, or in the last hour, I was asking, I didn't actually want to order a pizza, I wanted to order the brand new uniform, do you know the short shorts that you brought out? I'm just wondering, are they available? Um, just give me a second, I'll ask the manager. Thank you. Busy right now. Please hold and someone will be with you to take your order as soon as possible. Alternatively, you can visit www.dominos.ie and place your order online or download the Domino's Pizza app and place your order via the app. Thank you. Thank you for calling Domino's. Hello? Hi there, how are you? I'm good, how are you? It's me again. It's you again. How are you getting on? Any update on that uniform with the short shorts? The short shorts? Um, at the minute, we just don't have any. Everyone's oh. running and looking for them. Oh, darn it. All right. Did you ask about sizes? I'm a six foot five frail man that lost his derriere last summer. They were saying that uh, one size fits all. You should squeeze into them, no bother. Oh, God, I like the sound of that. So um, what should I do? Just kind of wait for the next few weeks um, I can't guarantee when we're going to have them back in okay so they're just out the door like everyone is wearing just, them everyone is wearing they're them they're the must the have thing. fashion they are the must have fashion 
Okay. Um, so there's just no spare ones underneath a margarita pizza or a pineapple pizza. There's no spare ones hidden away, unfortunately. I was actually looking for a pair myself. Oh, now, come on. Don't be greedy. Give it out to me. I need them more than you. Um, Are you sure about that? I think I need them a bit more. Oh, no, I need them. My God, you haven't seen them, and it's about to be summertime, and I live in Bray. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, Sunshine City. Uh, Well, thank you so much for your help anyway. Uh, Who loves short shorts? We love short shorts. You better believe it. See ya. Have a nice day. You too. Thanks, William. Bye bye. The 104 Drive Podcast with Graham and Nathan. Queen B, Beyonce, Break My Soul. It's 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. And we're missing Graham. Graham is currently away in America. Myself and producer Neve were here. Behind the scenes, things can get awfully frantic running around the place looking for a new story to share with you listening and it's safe to say we're not perfect we can make mistakes we can find a new story that is three months old and think that it came out that morning but i have leaned on a friend this guy is a radio expert okay i can't reveal their identity because they don't work for fm 104 but they're powerful in the radio industry. And the person said to me, look, every day I will send you a WhatsApp voice note of a story that I've come across to share with your listeners, but you have to distort my voice or my boss will give out. So let's find out today's story. Hello. I think by this stage of the day, many of you will have seen Ekansu mispronouncing Limerick as Limerick. Well, I wanted to give you some facts about Limerick. As many of you know, Limerick is the third largest city in Ireland, after Cork, and of course this beautiful capital of Dublin. Limerick also holds the biggest Georgian quarter of houses outside of South Dublin, an area Nathan would know quite well. Am I right? Am I right? Oh, leave me and alive. finally, Limerick is the home to what was the second biggest Supermax store in all of Ireland. Up until a certain point when a bigger one opened in Galway, I just don't know when that date was. Oh, for God's sake. Have a good day. Not bad. Not his best or their best work. Sorry. (laughs) Nearly revealed their identity there. Uh, I'm sure they will send us another story tomorrow. Here's Taylor Swift, anti-hero, on 104 Drive with Graham and Nathan. I have this thing where I the 104 Drive podcast with Graham and Nathan. Download it now. Subscribe now wherever you get your podcasts.